Welcome to the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Bringing you fishing tips, gear reviews, tournament news, and more. Featured guests from all over the nation. Now, one hour of live streaming via Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Here's your host, John Rapp. As you can see, I got my boy Chris Payne in the background, and we are live here, raw, unfiltered, at the Tractor Bar again tonight. Hanging out with the rowdy bunch down here. So we're getting uh, some stuff going on here. And, uh, but yeah, talking fishing, talking storage. So yeah, if you haven't been to the Tractor Bar and Grill, Mount Nebo, it's the kayak fishing destination of Summersville Lake. Uh, a lot of our guys, we hold our fishing tournaments, and this is where we do our headquarters check-in. Steve Brown, shout out for letting me come up, hang out with the, at your location again tonight. As my son Ben is wrapping up his COVID uh, quarantines. So, but yeah, appreciate you guys uh, tuning in tonight. Um, make sure you jump on here. We want to be interactive and live with you. Um, I am working on some upgrades for the software again, and hopefully soon I can uh, uh, do a few more things to be more interactive. Um, so make sure you hit like, share, subscribe to the page. I think we need just one or two more subscribers for our 250 likes, and we're going to give away some uh, shirts. I'm going to give away a pack of glowworms and a pack of Ned Rigs from Bros. So anyway, um, tonight's show. As you can see, uh, we, what we're going to talk about is I've got some guys that have uh, inspired me uh, to talk about getting the thing on the... Oh boy, they're getting rowdy here tonight. But yeah, so um, we're doing a few things here. Uh, yeah, man, so yeah, we're, we're trying to go live at Steve Brown's place. They're all rowdy over here tonight. Uh, but yeah... Um, we're going to do some fishing content, and what's really cool about it is, is, is uh, content will be regarding, I've got some really cool guys from uh, the WK club who have organized their garage, they've got their all their stuff set up, and it's really, really, really cool. So, um, but Chris Payne's got some stuff too, so let's do, and, and, well Chris Hey Chris, let's get you on here. Hey buddy, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Oh man, I, I, I pissed off the locals, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> a lot more going on where you're at than where I'm at. Oh yeah, you know that's okay. You know, trying to give them some free publicity here, and uh, they want to get redneck. That's okay. Steve will know about it later. So yeah. Hey, go ahead and turn it up a little bit. You don't have to be all upset about it. <laughs> Live, raw, and unfiltered here at the Rusty Hook Call Kayak Fishing Podcast with Chris Payne in the background. So show us, man, what you got going on before we go look at some stuff the guys from uh, WVK. Yeah, so uh, when we decided we were going to talk about organization, a couple different things you know come to mind that, that I try to work with. I mean, by no means am I like OCD you know, neat freak. Um, but I do like to have things in their particular place, uh, like in my workspace. And then in specifically my, my tournament stuff or my fishing trip stuff, um, I've become, I won't say a minimalist, but I've become a lot more organized and very intentional in what I'm doing. So uh, let, me, let me give you an example with like, some of my bait organization stuff. So, like, for jerk baits, like, these are my jerk baits. So I can tell out of look, there's a pair of each of them. So I can tell that I've either got my white pearl tied on or I lost it last trip out. Um, so that helps me when I need to think about, okay, 
I'm going to the store or I'm placing an order, what are the things that I need rather than guessing? I really like these Plano Edge boxes uh, for their organization and for the fact that it's a, a, a true clear top. And so I can pick this box up and I don't even have to open it to see if what I'm looking for is right there. Um, same situation with a much uh, dirtier box uh, with my deep cranks, my mid cranks, my um, wheat, uh, my lipless crankbaits and stuff. And so like today specifically, uh, I, I was looking at my baits and I'm like, man, okay, so I don't have any Firecraw lipless crankbaits and I don't have any chrome. Like those have all been killed off uh, somewhere. So I ran by the store and got them. Here's another organizational tip. Uh, so I went by the store and got some of these Spros. I got my Firecraws and my chrome bluebacks uh, that I like. Do not let these stay in a bag. Okay, what you need to do is when you get home after buying tackle, it needs to immediately go where it needs to go or else you're going to lose it. This will save you a ton of money uh, because if you think you bought something or you remember you bought something and you can't figure out where it is, well, that's no good to you. You can't fish with something you can't find. And so when I get home, I immediately take these dudes out of the package put them right where they go and put the package in the recycling if it's recyclable. And so that's, I mean, that's the first step um, for any time that I'm going to the tackle store. I've got to put it up as soon as I get home. It cannot sit um, because you will lose it. It will get misplaced. You will lose it. Um, you know, hey, for, hey, show us that crankbake box again. Or your okay. uh, you're not your crankbait, but your uh, jerkbait. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about that real good. So what this is is uh, so this is the Plano. You can it, it's a crankbait box, but it's got all these little knobs that stick up so that you can just place these right down in it, and it keeps your treble hooks from getting tangled up. So I can grab them at a moment's notice. I'm not having to do the shake and spin and, and surgery to basically get all those hooks undone. I've also got them organized by color pairs, right? So I've, I'm missing my pearl white up here, and that's because it's tied on to one of my rods still from the last trip. And then I've got my, my purple backs, my yellow perches, my Tennessee shads. I've got them all paired up. The purpose of the, and then I've got my, my deeps, and then I've got my smalls. I have all of this set up so that all I have to do to figure out if I'm ready for a trip is, okay, what colors do I need to take? If this, this is basically what I would take on a, on a tournament or something like that. It's my best colors, two of each, and, and we just go with it. If, um, if you're one of these guys that takes everything you own with you to a tournament, your brain is probably a little scattered on what your plan is. Uh, and that, in my estimation, leads to disaster, right? Um, because you're going to know, like, now, if you're going a long way from home and you don't have access to it, I understand taking everything in the truck with you, but don't take it in the kayak with you. Like, formulate a plan, fish that plan. If that doesn't work, fish your plan B. If that doesn't work, fish your plan C. If that doesn't work, go back to the truck, pull out something new, and try plan D, E, and F. But yeah. if you have A through Z with you in the kayak, you're not going to keep anything tied on long enough to really figure out what's going on if you're struggling. And so I, I take, uh, so I use a flambeau crate um, because it fits these perfectly. It's got a junk drawer on top of it. I use the mega crate thing. And um, like I'll take, so I've got my crankbait box, my jerkbait box, a swimbait box, and a, a jig box and my uh, terminal tackle box. That's it, right? That's that's it. That's what I take in my crate. If I, if, if you know, in the top of my crate, I have a handful in a small box of kind of my quick go-tos, and it has four jackhammers in it, and it has four different top waters. So. That's it. I just grab one crate, take it with me, and go. 
I being organized and putting it all together like that absolutely helps me with that stuff. Now, let's shift over to bait making, right? Yeah, so definitely. I'm not sure how well all of this shows up, but basically right here, I've got all of my glitters. Right here, I've got all of my pigments. Right here, I've got all of my secondary uh, like glow, the stuff I make the glow worms with and some other uh, dyes and pigments that I'm working with. Um, that injector is in the wrong place. Over here, I've got a catch-all basket. So in that basket are all of these knobs, right, that hold the molds together. You use them to screw the molds together and hold them together, and then when you're opening the molds, I unscrew these, right? Well, the temptation is just to throw them on the table, and they roll around, and they fall off, and all of that. So what I've done to make sure I don't lose these and stay organized and make sure they're always in their place is I've hung a little basket off of this secondary basket, and they all just go right in there. And I just throw them in there as I'm opening them up. And then when I need them, I know they're right there. It has its very specific place. All of my test baits are like kind of bright. They're all hanging on pegs right here. Like all of these baits. I've, I've got probably 40 packs of baits right here. These are all of my test baits. All the different colors and stuff I'm working with. Everything in its place. I have my utensils and all the things I use like right here. So I've got my my stirring butter knives and I've got all of my different uh, teaspoons and uh, measurements for that. I've got my thermometer, like everything in its place. Back here, uh, this is my oil container. So when you have scented oils, you want to keep them in a container because if you leave them wide open, your garage smells like absolute funk. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, all, all your different scents and stuff. I have all my molds back here in the back. Uh, stacked. I've got, I don't know how well you'll be able to see it, but all of these are all of the different stickers we use for labeling things. All of them in a, in a divider and in their place. It's It basically allows me to work more quickly, more efficiently, and, you know, it's, it's just much easier for me to deal with than having to search through. Like when I'm making baits, I have these five pans. Right, and I fill these pans up to lay to lay those baits out flat while they cure, um, and they're stackable. They're small enough that they can be put away, but they can also spread out on a countertop that I have this ring light sitting on. Um, you know, I've got my postage scale, I've got my shipping supplies. All of it is right here, and really, it it's to the point. Like I'm standing on a mat right now. Everything is organized in a way that it's all within reach of right where I'm standing. So I could literally not move my feet for two hours and, and get everything done that yeah. I needed to get done. So, I mean, that's pretty key. That's not only in your shop, but in your kayak. I mean, what you've done there is you've organized everything in your workspace, where you work at there at the desk, but then you've also got the containers that you use when you're out on the water, too. So, yep. Yeah, hey, so while you're at it, man, let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back on, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Paint Outdoors, straight talk. An outdoor product analyst and custom soft plastic maker. Check out our reviews and products at our website, paintoutdoors.com. Feel free kayaks. Something for everyone. Pedal, paddle, or power. We can outfit you to meet your needs. For more information, visit feelfreeus.com. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of kayak accessories such as motor mounts, anchor systems, and other track-based items to make your time more enjoyable on the water. Visit their Facebook page, search Yak Gadget. Guggen Brothers Custom Tackle specializes in jigs and Ned-style lures. Brothers who know what it takes to put fish in the boat. Check out their Facebook page, search Guggen Brothers Custom Tackle. Hey guys, welcome back. We've uh, already got about 15 minutes into the show and Chris has talked about a few things there at the shop. 
so we've got a few people on watching us here. Nicholas Beltrons jumped on and said, hey, sup, guys? we got Johnny Cart from Charleston area. He said, afternoon, guys. Brian Hughes from North Carolina is on. And Mikey Holcomb says, what's up, guys? Brian and Hughes and Mikey Holcomb will be some of the Facebook pages that I'll be bringing up here shortly. Uh, especially, I mean, Mikey's got some pictures that he just posted recently, guys. If you want to see some, I mean, something, you, a garage floor that you could eat off of, that's uh, Mikey Holcomb's. And he, that's just something uh, amazing. And then Brian's got a, a wall that he's organized full of fishing poles. So we'll look at that and we'll talk about how they've done that and, uh, and, and dissect it. So let's bring back Chris on and go to part two. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. Um, so the other thing that we should probably talk about is containers, right? So yeah. everybody likes different tackle boxes and different containers and stuff. I think you really kind of have to find something that really works for you. I do love a crystal clear top so I can see everything that's in there. Like, you could probably freeze frame that and see everything I keep in my terminal tackle right there. Um, you know, I... I I, I prefer that so I can see it at a glance. Um, one of the things that I discovered that I, I did like about uh, some of the things is, you know, I carry a lot of soft plastics with me. I make soft plastics and so I have access to tons of soft plastics because I can just make them. Um, and so I originally use like these feed bags, right? These worm bags. And what I quickly figured out is that these are not waterproof regardless of what they say. They're not even close to waterproof. Water will get in there and when water gets in and saturates your soft plastics, it, that's that's a bad situation. And I often keep would keep these things like in the floor of my kayak. Well, that stays wet a lot of the time, right? And so what I discovered is, you know, that's a $20 bag, right? Okay, well, this right here is in essence the same thing. It's clear all the way around, but it's hard plastic. This is a flambeau uh, crate. You can put in up to three dividers in here if you wanted to, but it's got a latch on it and it's got a handle. It's got a carry handle on it. And so I can take every soft plastic that I want to take with me on a trip in this. I can leave it in the floor of my kayak and I don't have to worry about anything on the inside getting wet. It, yeah. it keeps it absolutely clean. And sometimes we have to figure these things out over trial and error, right? Um, you know, you can read a review of somebody who likes a box. And, you know, it's no secret I like Plano Edge boxes. I have, a, I have you know, plenty of them. Um, but that may not be the right thing for you. Yes, um, I mean, that, that would work just fine if you have a, uh, you're on a lake or something like that where you don't have to, you're worried. I, and we were talking before the show. Um, yeah. Chris accidentally was doing a test on one of his boxes and actually realized or learned that that box itself was a box that floated. So, uh, you know, so you, yeah. you really have to take oh. into account. Oh, and let's see here. I went to get it. Yeah. So this is the H2O Express. Uh, this is the uh, terminal cycle box. It's about 15 bucks. It's it's mimicking a bait coffin from Bass Mafia, right? Uh, or a, whatever they call it. Um, but it holds all kinds of all kinds of different stuff in there. It's got you know weight foam and all of the different things, so you can plug in all your tungsten and that kind of stuff. Um, but I was testing this out, and I wanted to. I was checking the seal because I've had some issues with Bass Mafia, uh, the red and black ones, with right. them leaking in the past, the ceiling yep. go all the way around. And so I wanted to check it for leaks. And I was doing a, a Facebook video and somebody was like, hey, does, uh, does that leak? I was like, I don't know, I'm standing on a dock. And so I was like, okay, let's put it in the water. And so I put half of it in the water and that daggum thing raised up. I was like, that feels buoyant. And it was full, like even more than it is right now. And I was like, if this thing floats and I could see all the way to the bottom and, and it was warm out and so I was like okay well hey for the sake of a review right yeah um, 
And so I set that thing in the water and I let go and it just floated. And so I was like, okay, let me try to dunk it. And so I plunged it all the way under the water, held it for 10 seconds, let go, and it goes whoop, right up to the top. So that's a $15 box that you could probably customize and keep a lot of stuff in. Yeah, you figure you probably could put three or $400 worth of, of crankbaits and hard baits in that yep. thing right there. And that's and money so, that does not go to the bottom of the lake when you flip your kayak. That's right. That's right. And so for our rivers, river guys, if you get thrown in a rapid or you catch a strainer or something like that and, and you dump, well, as long as this thing is free, like on your deck under the seat or something like that, it's going to come back up. You may have right. to chase it, um, but it's going to come back up. That's okay. I don't mind chasing things. I just don't like diving for them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, agree, agree, agree. Um, so, you know, that's uh, that's that's a lot of the organization uh, that I do. I like to label things. Um, I, it, you know, I I realize that seems OCD to a lot of people, but you know, when you've been fishing as long as we have, you you can lose stuff pretty easy if you buy a lot of tackle, right? Box comes in, you open it, you're looking through stuff or whatever, and you. You move off on another project and you're going to come back to it or you just have these random sacks from you know academy or shields or wherever that you know you don't even remember that you bought something on clearance because it was on clearance well the best way to avoid over purchasing tackle you know i i used to hate it when i would go buy you know, crankbaits or whopper ploppers or something, and I'm like, oh yeah, I think this is the color that I need. And I get home and I've got three of them, and I'm like, well, there's, you know, sixty bucks I didn't have to spend. Uh, and so I just, I just changed how I how I handle stuff. Um, the other thing that I do that a lot of people are probably going to hate, especially tournament fishing, um, is I only carry four rod and reels with me on the kayak um and that's uh, that's kind of twofold right a lot of it comes down to plan a b and c you know i have my three plans and i have decently universal rods unless it's going to be a deep cranking bite or something like that and then i may have a corrado 300 with a you know a st croix uh large glass rod or something like that but for the most part you know i'm fishing uh, three bait casters uh, on medium heavies and um, you know like a medium uh, spinning rod or something like that but I'll, I'll swap out those rods you can see I've got quite a few rods I've got 12 rods right back here in the corner and so I, I plan out A, B, and C but I only carry four and that's also purposeful because what that forces me to do is retie more often um, so when you've only got three bait casting rods and you've got a ton of different hard baits and stuff that you may be throwing or you may switch over to a spinner bait or swim bait or whatever, it forces you to cut that line and retie. You're retying every time that you're changing a bait uh, on the different rods and you lose fewer fish because your knots are newer. Uh, you know going through because if you're struggling in a tournament and you're having to change baits pretty often if you have 12 rods with you this is going to sound crazy to some people but if you have 12 rods with you i'm gonna bet you can't remember the last time that you tied on that knot or you tied on that knot when you tied the other 12 the night before or the morning of how accurate was that knot it it's hard to say. So if you're retying more often, you're focused on that specific one. There's a lot of people who are like, well, you lose time when you tie a knot. Listen, buddy, if you can't tie a Palomar knot in six seconds, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you like, start practicing. Yeah, like like get good with your knots and you're you're not even losing a cast to retie. It doesn't take any time to reach back. If you're organized and you only have five boxes with you and, and they're labeled, you know, when they're labeled specifically, then you're like, okay, I need my crank box. You pull your crank box. Okay, that's the one I need. I need that river to see, you know, DD uh, tactical bassin because I'm going to speed crank 
and I know the rod that I need to tie it on to and whoosh, whoosh, done and out you might miss one cast and you might retie 12 times 12 casts like 12 casts man I can I can do 12 casts pretty quick yeah <laughs> and so you know I I won't call it minimalism but I'll, I will call it purposeful it's very purposeful because I can take all these rods and put out rod holders and stuff everywhere but I tend to find if I do that I have no plan if I have to take 12 rods I have zero plan zero that's not a good tournament strategy no, no. No. I, yeah, I mean, the whole idea about this time of the year is to organize, straighten up, clean up, restock. Yep. Um, and, and that's one of the things that the, these guys I've seen, you know, like, like your stuff, they're all organized and labeled. Uh, like Mikey Holcomb. Um, his garage. When you when you look that up later, you're gonna be like, "Oh my!" I mean, does he yeah. park a, does he park a car in it? Evan Addison made a comment on here when I made a comment earlier about you can eat off his floor. Evan said, "Yeah, I've eaten off of it before." You know, <laughs> so I mean, it's that that immaculate, but uh, it's crazy. So um, I'm I'm gonna jump on here. We're gonna take another quick break, and then I'm gonna go ahead and pull those up, Chris, to show people what Mike what I'm talking about with Mikey. Uh, are you burning anything in the background or cooking anything that we can talk about when we get done there? Um, I I need to start an order. I have uh, I have another sixty bags of orders come in today, so yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be busy. <laughs> well, I, I told everybody that was why you didn't make it last week because you were uh, knee deep in uh, back orders. So, but yeah, everybody is literally restocking right now. I saw where Jerry Spradling uh, just received yeah. his order, put his sticker on his boat. And, uh, yeah, um, and uh, I won't tell you what he bought, but Storm Carver had one ship out today. Um, so I, I, I appreciate all the people who, who tune into the podcast and have been guests, you know, their orders. I, I send a lot of stuff to West Virginia. Let me well, just say that. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it's it, it makes it, it makes it worthwhile that we're uh, – that we've teamed up and that you're getting a few yeah. orders here and there. So, yeah, outstanding. I hope they're using that discount code you gave them. So, if not, if not, that's okay, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's out there. If, yeah. if people want to use it, if they forget to use it, just uh, send me a note or something like that. But, um, you know, it's it's all good. I really appreciate it. Uh-oh, there he is. Yeah, I, I sent him a message, told him to jump on. So Yeah, do- I just... Let's go, to, let's go to a sponsor break, and we'll be right back. Paint Outdoors, straight talk. An outdoor product analyst and custom soft plastic maker. Check out our reviews and products at our website, paintoutdoors.com. Feel Free Kayaks, something for everyone. Pedal, paddle, or power. We can outfit you to meet your needs. For more information, visit feelfreeus.com. Yakuza can offers all kinds of kayak accessories such as motor mounts, anchor systems, and other track-based items to make your time more enjoyable on the water. Visit their Facebook page, search Yak Gadget. Guggen Brothers Custom Tackle specializes in jigs and Ned-style lures. Brothers who know what it takes to put fish in the boat. Check out their Facebook page. Search Guggen Brothers Custom Tech. All right, we're back on. And uh, while Chris is working in the background trying to fill some baits, I reached out and uh, uh, reached out to Mikey Holcomb, on, who's part of our uh, Rusty Hook podcast uh, crew. And he has uh, been on the show several times last season and uh, asked him to jump on with us. So let me, let me get him organized here. And, get him up and then we're going to uh, talk to Mikey about his brush. Uh. Hey Mikey, what's going on brother? What's up buddy, how you doing? Hey, thanks for jumping on real quick. I, I was, oh uh, yeah man. 
hey, I've, I've got your Facebook page pulled up in the background here in just a second. But um, just to, just tell everybody before we start showing them some uh, some pictures about your garage. Uh, wow. My garage is my garage is like twenty percent tools, maybe ten percent car wash and stuff, and uh, about seventy or eighty. It's probably more like eighty percent fishing. So it's all kayaks, gear, rods. It's and it's tough. You know, once the season starts, it's hard to keep. It's hard to keep things organized once the season's really full swing and you're traveling every weekend. But it's a constant. It's a constant effort to keep it organized. Hey, uh, I saw where Evan and you guys have started up your Dink Duo page. Got it. Yeah. Roll, got got it. got it rolling. So um, when you jump off here in a little bit, make sure you go in here and share that YouTube page for our, our, our friends and followers to jump on yeah, and sus- absolutely subscribe to you um i know yeah. I, I can't tell if you're on your computer or if on your phone but if you are on your phone uh, don't feel feel free to jump up and go out there and show them how you well you've got the I, I'm, I'm curious if evan can still eat off of it like you said a minute ago uh eat if, off what the floors or yeah, the, the, the workbench the floor the workbench jamie may have her vehicle in there right now i'm not for sure but I think it's your, your wife's uh, name, uh, but uh, Caitlin. She doesn't. Caitlin, yeah, know. Caitlin. I don't yeah. get to park in the garage. She doesn't I, get to park in the garage. <laughs> I'm sorry, Caitlin. Uh, and if you can't tell, she might be a little bitter about that. I, yeah. I, I, I could hear that. I could hear that in her voice. Uh, let me uh, give me a moment. I'll run out there. Yeah, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch scenes here and show them uh, what we're talking about while you're moving. So. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so. While we're going live out there, I'm going to show you Mikey's Facebook page here and uh, some of the stuff got in there. Right here's his YouTube page. Dink Duo Fishing. So if you get the opportunity, run over and subscribe to him. It's Dink Duo Fishing. They start to put up some content. Him and Evan from White Sulphur are going to be uh, working together, doing a lot of stuff. Let me slide down his page here a little bit, and uh, let's take a few look at a few of his pictures while he's walking out to the garage. I mean, look at that! Wow, that's just amazing how organized he's got that little bench there. And it, like Chris said, he's got everything labeled. And then he's got a wall of. Uh, what is that? That looks like it's uh, a bunch of Ned Rig Z-Man. And then, look at that. I mean, look at that floor. He's got his kayaks on the wall. He's got his, his, his tubs in the background here. And then, of course, uh, his three kayaks, everything. I mean, dude is super organized. So, I'm glad we caught him on the, caught him uh, at the house tonight and was able to Get him to jump on real quick. So here, watch out, Reber. <laughs> hey, turn your phone sideways, Big Daddy. Okay, Reber. We got that new puppy. See, we got Guggen Brothers is like the show Mountaineer RV. Thank you all for liking the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, amazing. Let's let's bring that thing full screen here real quick. Oh, I need to go back to Discord, don't I? Let's see. Focus Discord. There we go. I mean, look how well organized he is. That's just, I mean, <laughs> I, it just makes me sick to look at that. If you saw my garage, you would be like, oh. But I, I, I need to get my walls up, need to get my doors up. But that ain't no excuse for not being organized. That's, that's outstanding, man. So, yeah. I'm going to be quiet here, and I'm going to let you tell people what you've done to make your life easier to prepare for your fishing trips. Uh, I keep my Hobie tucked under there, and I've got I just two, uh, I've got a little rack there for my jacks, and I usually slide my Hobie under it, and then I keep my trailer in here during the season. I don't have it in here right now. Um, got, I've got a throw-and-go for my brother or whoever up on the wall and then I've got three out in the building so I've got six but I don't like keeping the other three in here I got you uh, <clears throat> I've got my sleeping pad 
Uh, I've got some saw horses if I need to do anything to my transducer, under the boat, whatever, over there. Got my main my main workhorse, my Jackson, for my riverboat right there. Um, hey, hey, Evan said show them your homemade rod rack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is right. I'm missing one right now. It's actually in the corner. Grab it while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Get uh, one. Somebody went out and did a little ice fishing. I, uh, I'm working on a, I'm working on a, uh, taking double headers with the Yak Attack, uh, the Zuka twos. I was trying to kind of dry fit something. They're in the, they're in the mail. They're on the way. I'm gonna try and run something this summer, for this coming season. I'm gonna try and run something a little different on my, on my Jackson. I got you. I think I. I I think I had that one rod out just seeing what angle I could get away angling my rods off the back. Um, got three nets. I got your, uh, I like, I really like these nets, but the problem with them is you get trebles tangled in them really easy. And then you spend, you know, you spend 10 minutes trying to dig trebles out. I actually prefer my ego, yeah, my ego net a lot more. Um, got on my 3700 right here got my big wide box smaller box thinking about running a black pack on my jackson was... well i mean it's easy it's pretty easy for you to just grab that thing stuff a couple boxes into it load it in the boat and go i mean yeah beautiful <laughs> outstanding yeah. hey if you're gonna run a if you're gonna run a black pack um, I would highly recommend the new canoe hinge uh, for the black back. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I, yeah. I was I was swapping my H crate because I like the Hobie cover. Yeah. Um, and it just I don't know. It just got kind of a pain swapping it back and forth between boats. So yeah. I had one in I had one in my attic anyway. So I think I'm gonna dig it out. And yeah. Just, uh, do a little something to it. Put those hinges on it. Those new canoe hinges are are world changing because it'll keep that lid up like it won't flop i've got my main terminal box but then i've also got extra terminal stuff nice. in each one of these very nice uh, extra. i've got plastics that i actually use on a regular basis they're easily accessible and then i've got an entire tote right there and then one drawer is uh extra plastics um Let's see. It's about it. I man, mean, there's there's a lot, you know. I tell you what, man, it's outstanding work right there. Outstanding. Also, the most the most important part of the. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, when you're playing in the garage, you got to have refreshments. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh. I spent a lot of time out here. You know, I definitely enjoy spending time out here. So, hey, man, I appreciate you jumping on and showing us your your outstanding organization. And uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll post an update picture come about July, and it, you won't be able to recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably looks like mine right now. Uh, it's, I, it's I am tough, so man. I'm so embarrassed. I, I, after after seeing your pictures and Brian Hughes. Um, and then Rick Garavaglia, and uh, I mean, you guys just—you've uh, killed some organization stuff going on. I mean, it's inspiring, yeah. man. So I love it. <laughs> well, keep up the good work, brother. Thanks for jumping on. Absolutely, buddy. Hey, Chris, you're back, big guy. What you got going on in the background? Hey, check your audio. Did you mute your audio? Um, so I am making our new five-inch swim bait. Uh, that's not even on the site yet, but uh, people who follow me on TikTok or happen to see our Facebook video from yesterday got to see a sneak peek of it. Yeah. Uh, and we're making it in that super winter color. Uh, that we met a man that is too bright um it's it's crappie uh so if you go to the website and look at crappie 
It's basically white with different size black flakes in it and okay. some pearlescent. And so you put that on a, you know, on a flashy swimmer or something like that and drag it around bridge pilings, you're going to you go catch a big bass. <laughs> hey, Brian Hughes, I went and looked for Bobby Ulrich's pictures there a little bit ago. I couldn't find them. I, I, maybe I missed them, but uh, if, if you could share those uh, photos on on here for us, buddy, I'd appreciate it. Uh, Bobby, or Bobby Ulrich's a feel free fishing team member out in uh, Washington State. See, he's he, he's got some good stuff. I think he's in Washington. He might be in Oregon. Him or Dean, I get them two mixed up. West Coast boys. So, so yeah, man. Uh, those. So, so, what was the mold that you were working with again? It's a it's a new five inch uh, swim bait mold. Uh, actually, I've got it in my test packs because uh, these that I just shot are not cured yet. There it is. I know I like that TikTok video. I probably ought to go post the link of that on here. Here we go. So this is that five inch swim bait big oh, old yeah. paddle tail on it and it's uh, got a hook slot in it yeah so nice. I have to carve it up it'll it'll sit nice and weedless you can drag it through during testing I was fishing it and uh, I went to a power plant lake um, because I was gonna work on catching some frog fish and they didn't seem to want to chase a frog so I was like you know what I've got this new swim bait I'm just gonna rig it weedless I'm gonna throw it up there in the middle of that grass in that shallow shallow water and see if I can get one of them to eat it and the first cast I threw it up in there I had one just poop <laughs> and I was like okay this will work yeah that's a really nice looking color too color color pattern you know yeah so that's the watermelon slice color nice um, that that's it's available on the website uh, okay hey I can actually open these these have cooled off enough uh, and give you guys a look yeah what we're talking about here. Alright. Well, that right there is our crappie color. Nice. You can see the black yes. black flake in it. There you go. Now you can see it. Um and so we let these cure. Um, the problem that a lot of people, the mistake that a lot of people make uh, when they're making swim baits like this with these big paddle tails is they don't allow them to cure. And so you see how, how limp that tail is hanging? It's because that plastic has not cured all the way. And so you go lay it down flat with that tail up and then as it hardens, it'll swim straight. When people don't do that and they don't prop them up and they don't do that, those tails will never swim straight, and that bait will just kind of just be like a, a really weird-looking thing in the water. Um, but once they're cured, you notice that other one, uh, so that watermelon slice one, that tail was a lot more firm on it, and that's because they cure up. So, you know. Oh, yeah. And so we're... Uh, I'll have these up on the, uh, I got a new lens for my camera, so I'm going to shoot some new product photos and start kind of reshooting some of the stuff that we've done previously, but um, we'll probably have these on the, uh, on the website in the next two weeks or so. They're going to be four to a pack, so I mean, that four of those big five-inch swim baits, that body for five bucks is pretty pretty killer deal. Oh yeah, definitely. And five dollar shipping still? That's your still your flat shipping? Yeah, flat rate. Yeah, always, so. always flat rate. I, there's a lot of times like I, I paid a bunch, I paid ten bucks a package that it just ship some stuff out, and sometimes it's more than that. But I will eat that cost to make sure that we keep it at five dollar shipping. Nice. Um, it also helps incentivize people to buy more than one pack, right? Because if you buy one pack, it costs you five bucks, and then five bucks shipping. That's a ten dollar pack of baits, which I mean that's fine, but like, you know, the, the more you order, the more bang for your buck you get, right? Definitely, definitely. Um, awesome. And 
So that's that's what I'm working on right now. I've got um, I've got a custom order that saw those swim baits that asked uh, if they could order some uh, ahead of time for an upcoming trip, and I say, yeah, you sure can. Well, hopefully you get a few more orders. Um, well, I, very nice. I'm not in a hurry for the swim bait orders. <laughs> What what is your uh, your from pour to cook to cure time on that about three two three hours or longer than that? Cure time? Oh no no. I mean cure, cure time is like two days, right? Yeah, cure time is two days. Um, and so I I can cook the plastic and shoot it and peel it out like that. Like I did that in the time that we were talking uh, to Mikey. Okay. Uh, so it's it's pretty quick to shoot two. I'd need to shoot two more. So about six minutes if i'm working with two injectors okay um so it's not horrible on that you know i can i can do 10 packs it's 50 bucks an hour if i'm cranking them out gross obviously nets not that but that's gross um but you know it's it's kind of like the old fishing uh saying right you know how to become a millionaire in fishing start as a billionaire yeah Uh, (laughs) that's kind of the same way with bait making you know, if I didn't love it, I wouldn't do it. But I get a lot of pleasure from seeing stuff. Like, you know, when Jerry tagged me today because his order got there, and he was just, I mean, he's happy as a clam to get that stuff. And he contacted me a few days ago and was like, hey, I'm headed down to Florida, and uh, I'm I'm hoping I can place an order and get it in time. I said, oh, yeah, I got you. I got awesome. you. Outstanding, man. Well, I'm going to slide over and show some more uh, web pages of some uh, organization stuff, and then we'll we'll do a final thoughts and shut down. So, all right, I'm going to throw to a quick break here, guys, and then we will come back and uh, end it, uh, wrap it up. So. This episode is sponsored by our friends at Pain Outdoors. No nonsense, straight talk, outdoor analyst, and custom plastics. Guggen Brothers Custom Tackle, custom made jigs and Ned rigs, feel free kayaks, pedal, paddle, or power, there's something for everyone. Yak Gadget, proudly supplying you with American made kayak fishing accessories and gear. Now, let's join our host, John Rapp. Alright, we're back, and I'm trying to look up the, the link uh, was sent to me from... Brian, so he's got it here for me. I can visit the group and I can show it to you here. So we're going to look for Bobby Ulrich storage pictures here. And well, there's one. There's Rick. That's the picture from Rick Garavaglia. Um, one of our friends from West Virginia kayak anglers here in West Virginia. But, I mean, look at that wall, guys. I mean, he just recently used a, a metal galvanized to finish the sides of his walls and put him a workbench there. He's got a, a pole rack in the background there. Uh, the dude is always modifying and working on his boats. Uh, right now, he's working on uh, adding a motor to that feel free boat right there. So, then. Uh, so that's Rick's page there. And then, um, let's see if I can find the Bobby one. There we go. Look at this. Now you tell me, that is pretty outstanding right there. Uh, bags on the wall, kayaks. He's got pole rods and storage right here. He's got his PFDs. He's got his batteries here along the wall with his uh, fish finder, crates. I mean, that is just um, some serious, well-organized displays there. I mean, so hopefully when you guys look at this, you get an idea of how to go organize your stuff. And, um, I mean, don't be be bashful. And see, this is something that... I'm looking at too because I my, my I haven't finished my garage yet either, and he's given me some ideas on how to go in and do that. But I I, I like what Rick did too because Rick has that 
it's like he's used metal siding inside his garage. But the, he's got his, his yak crate right here, or cart from the yak gear. Anchor ball. He's got his, looks like he's got a, a rack up here to put his paddles on. So Bobby, outstanding, buddy. Nice work, and I hope you don't mind me featuring your hard work on our podcast here. So, but yeah, hey. So, jump back in here. This is uh, episode episode two, season two, up here live from Mount Nebo Tractor Bar, and um, we are t- we've been talking about storage tips, tricks talking about uh, stuff that you can do inside your garage as well as what you can do uh, in your boat. Uh, Chris showed some stuff on some stuff that you can do on the interior of your boat with some uh, boxes. Uh, so also don't forget about uh, uh, other types of stuff that you can use, you know, other boxes. But, you know, kayak anglers is important to keep yourself dry. So do your best to keep your stuff dry. So let's bring Chris back on, and we will do a final wrap-up. Hey, buddy. So hey, I, hey. I see some steam flying, man. Get ready to pour some hot lead. Hot plastic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that makes me nervous. That's uh, why you were safety equipment so yeah so final thoughts I heard a, a really good quote that I liked right and I, I, I think it's kind of fitting and it's if you think about it today is your opportunity and today is going to be a fantastic day And if today is not a fantastic day, tomorrow is going to be a fantastic day. And if you just keep... I think I messed that up. If you just keep pushing, you're going to have a fantastic day. The trick is to tell yourself every day you're going to have to have a fantastic day. Today is going to be a fantastic day. You know, there are a lot of people that say you can speak things to existence. I, I think that's right. Like any time that I've gone in and told myself this is going to be different, and I've prepared myself for it, 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 it's turned out pretty good. Occasionally, you'll have a rough day, but you've always got tomorrow. And I, I don't know if. Many of these guys watch uh, pro basketball. I know some people do, some people don't. I, I was a basketball player, among other things, and so really, really like basketball. But um, Ernie Johnson spoke to uh, the Alabama football team um, this year, and uh, Ernie is a commentator for TNT, and he tells he tells a fantastic story. Uh, and you guys can go look that up, Ernie Johnson speaking to the Alabama football team. But he said he says something that really resonates with me. Like for me, I, I'm, I'm I'm making it about me now. Uh, I don't got to make baits. I get to make baits. Right? When we change our mind frame of we get to rather than we've got to. It changes your whole outlook on that stuff. And so if we think about we get to go fish, we get to do these things instead of we've got to, completely changes your mindset. You don't got to go win a tournament. You get to go win a tournament. You get to. And so, you know, I I know I kind of turn into a self-help guru on some of these, but... Well, that's, that's why you're here. That's why you're here. I, I, I just, you know, there is so much power in believing that you can and being able to put in the work. 
right? And as a guy who grew up with, you know, homegrown groceries and love in my family, but basically no money, you know, single wide trailer, six people living in two bedrooms and, you know, to, to what I'm able to do now for my career and for my hobbies and, and all of that, like, I don't have to go to work at the hospital. I get to go to work at the hospital. Like, that's hard work, determination, just deciding you're going to go get something. I get to go get that. Could have made a lot of different choices, but it didn't because I had my mindset on something and I recognize it for the opportunity every day to make a difference. And, you know, when we understand our why and we understand the get to instead of the got to, it's big. So... I'm going to shut up now. I appreciate about 20 minutes. <laughs> no, man. Outstanding episode. Uh, make sure you check it out. I, I, at the beginning, I, I, I was uh, flashing back and forth. I, I created some big scenes, and it was running back and forth. Uh, um, working on a, a, a little bit better scene that I had from last week or graphics, but uh, I, I like this one here a little bit. It, it, it's got a little it's, – it's not bad. It can be better. I'm going to make them better because we got to look good. So, but, hey, but I appreciate you jumping on with us, Chris, and uh, sharing yeah. your wisdom, man. God bless you, and happy new year. And uh, let's talk about next week. So next week, next Tuesday, um, uh, I want to preview the East Tennessee fishing show that I'm gonna go work on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Nice. Wednesday, guys, I'm going to go pick up a couple boats at Feel Free Headquarters, so I'll probably do a mobile uh, feed from there to show the warehouse, talk to the guys, maybe try to get some uh, insider information for the stuff that's coming out in 2022. But uh, anyway, I'll be down there. I'm going to pick up another Three Waters 103, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to pick up a Mokin or a C-Stream, um, the, the pedal drive C-Stream, which is supposed to be very, very smooth. I'm going to look at that one real hard. So, But yeah, a couple boats, we'll snatch, then we'll head to Tennessee. So, But thanks, Chris. God bless you, and uh, good luck on those orders tonight, man. Appreciate it. Hey guys, appreciate you coming on board. I'm going to see if I can get Susie to come over and uh, talk about what they got going on here at the Tyractor Bar. So, stand by for a second. Paint Outdoors, straight talk. An outdoor product analyst, custom soft plastic maker. Check out our reviews and products at our website, paintoutdoors.com. Feel free kayaks. Something for everyone. Pedal, paddle, or power. We can outfit you to meet your needs. For more information, visit feelfreeus.com. Yak Shag can offer all kinds of kayak accessories such as motor mounts, anchor systems, and other track based items to make your time more enjoyable on the water. Visit their Facebook page, search Yak Gadget. Dugan Brothers Custom Tackle specializes in jigs and Ned-style lures. Brothers who know what it takes to put fish in the boat. Check out their Facebook page. Search Dugan Brothers Custom Tackle. All right, man, we're back live. And I got my boy here from Tractor on his very first night here. Tell us who you are, man. Where you from? Uh, my name is Devin. Here's right Devin. There. Right there. I'm from Summersville. Summersville? Yep. Started working here? Yep. Outstanding. So we uh, got, what we got going on here tonight at the Tractor Bar? Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday. Outstanding. So make sure you guys like, follow the Tractor Bar. Tuesday nights we've got Taco Tuesdays here. As you can see, we're repping. And uh, they also have the Davidson Brothers Band coming up. Is that this weekend? Saturday night. Saturday night. So if you're a music lover for Davidson Brothers, Davidson Brothers? Davidson Brothers, yep. Davidson Brothers. Come out here Saturday night, Tractor Bar, check them out. Appreciate y'all being here to watch the show tonight. Appreciate you guys uh, letting us come up here, hang out, represent the Tractor Bar. We are out of here.
So what are you for? Actually, this is just a fill-in job. I run a camper in the summer. Right. Mountain Lake. Mountain Lake, do you run it over? Sweet, man. Yeah, that's, that's a good place. I, I go over. I got friends over at camp all the time. Yeah, it's, it's, what, so y'all are closed down right now, right? Yeah, just for winter. But we, like, I still have, I still work there. We're just playing around the deal with the public. Help keep it cleaned up and stuff and do maintenance. maintenance. Are you from here? Yeah, I've lived here since. I mean, you look familiar, but I don't think I've ever. What's your last name? Thomas. I, I'm a. I used to work around here, law enforcement, years ago. Oh, yeah. so. You never pulled me in. So. No, no, 